Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Green Man, known as Raymond Robertson. Raymond Theodore Robertson, October 29, 1910 to June 11, 1985, was a severely disfigured American whose years of nightmare walked made him into a figure of urban legend in Munster, Pennsylvania. Robertson was so badly injured in a childhood electrical accident, he couldn't go out in public. Without fear of of creating a panic, so he went for long night walks at night. Local 
tourism would drive along his road in hopes of meeting the green man. Or Charles No-Face. They passed on tales about him to their children and grandchildren, and people raised on these tales are sometimes surprised to discover he was a real person who was liked by his family and neighbors. Raymond Robertson was an eight-year-old when he was injured by an electrical line as he climbed a pole and reached for a bird's nest on the Mardo Bridge outside of Beaver's Falls. The bridge carried a tolly and had electrical lines of both 1,200V and 22V, which had killed another boy less than a year earlier. Robertson survived, defying doctors' expectations, but he was severely disfigured. He lost his eyes, nose, and right arm. Adult life. Robertson lived in Copel and sent his day spent his days at home with relatives making doormats, wallets, and belts to sell. Because of his appearance, he rarely ventured out during the day. However, at night he went for long walks on a quiet stretch of state route one no, route three fifty one, filling his way along with a walking stick. Groups of locals regularly gathered to search for him walking along the road. Robertson usually hid his curious neighbors, but would sometimes exchange short conversations or a photograph for beer or cigarettes. Some were friendly, others cruel, but none of his encounters Teared Robertson from his nightly walks. He was struck by cars more than once. He stopped his walks during the last year of his life and retired to Beaver County Center, where he died in 1985 at the age of 73. Legacy Robertson became a local myth in Pittsburgh area, and his real story was obscured by urban legend in the stories he is the green man, and as a boy he climbed an electric pole to see into a bird's nest and was shocked. He fell to the ground and lost his eyes, nose, mouth, one ear, and one arm. And the story states when he grew older he hid in an abandoned house, the farmer, Frank, the fame nicknamed of Green Man, came from his screen, which was purported to be green because of the electric shock he suffered in the story. Though several generations, Robertson's story has been passed on so many times that his name and his real history have been overshadowed by the ghost story that grew out of them. Filmmaker Trish York planned to direct and produce a film based on the Greenman Urban Luncheon titled Route 31 in 2008. Intending to complete it in 2009, shooting was delayed by the Great Recession and is on hold as of 2021. 
York holds the film rights to the story. So, that's definitely terrifying. Poor dude. And now we're going to talk about the Orient Express. Since its maiden voyage in 1883, the Orient Express has summarized with Extraven and in. Turju as it shuttled the elite across Europe to Boston in unparalleled comfort and luxury. Mountain Pass. Under the dark of night, the Orient Express chugged through Switzerland. The service route was altered after 1919, when a new tunnel allowed the train to cross the Alps and avoid passing through Germany. Oil painting there's an oil painting here. Okay. On October 4th, 1883, in the Gare d'Alès train station, Paris was brooming with anticipation. Around two dozen interpad passengers were preparing to board a luxury train that would expand the frontier of travel. The train's uh, distinction consists noble. Its name, the Orient Express, an interrail service that would soon become a global legend. The idea of a railroad linking York from west to east merged from a project led by the Billinged engineer George Nagelmakers and soon became to symbolize the Bella, a golden age in Europe spanning the end of the French-Persian War in 1871 and the start of the First War in 1914. It was a period where artists cultured Flourish, global trotting, tourism blossom, and the middle and upper class enjoy a newfound prosperity and compassion. Orient Express poster with destination train schedule in 1895. Luxury on the railroads by the late 19th century, most European countries were connected by railroad, yet train travel was a largely unpleasant experience, rough and dirty, unreliable, and sometimes dangerous, with complacent time-consuming border crossing. Unfortunately, there was scant incentive to improve things. Business was booming, booming, and railroad owners viewed invasion with subsistence. Okay, I'm having trouble saying a few words. My bad. But let's try again. Okay. In 1860s, however, while trail while rail lines vining their way across the 
country, luxury hotels start to take root along the routes, which is where Nagelmecker, the sickum of a permit banking family, came in. While on a long holiday in the United States, Neil Mackers fell under the spell of the popular Pullman sleeper cars, clean, comfortable hotel, like passenger cars designed for long trips. I'm just calling him Makers. Neil Makers was so emerged of this albumic mode of transportation that he asked its creator, American engineer and industrialist George Pullman to become his partner in a venture that would bring splendor and convenience to European railroads. With the Bella expelled about the bloom, Makers, Neil Maker, sensed an untapped demand for a new kind of travel, one that would combine glamour and luxury. Pullman declined, so Neil Maker returned to Europe and, using the Pullman blueprint, set about designing sleeper trains. 1871, George found what will be known as Compassion D Wagons Orient Express, Simple Orient Express, Algebra Orient Express, London Paris Connection. Grand Diplomats Diplomacy. The Orient Express was used by Britain, the United States, France, and other major powers to transport diplomat diplomatic bags containing state secrets across Europe. Larger items were sent along the route, too. In 1990, the U.S. diplomat serviced dispatched a young carrier, David K.E. Bruce, who was later rose through the ranks to become a senior diplomat, to accompany a baby ground piano on the, Ur or on the Orient Express from Taislin to Establo. It never arrived. Bruce reported that he had slept under it on a station platform in Baligar one night. Waking up to discover that it had been stolen. A piano state has never been established and it remains the only item ever lost by American diplomat carrier service. We will continue more about history and some dark history and altogether history another day. I hope you like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.